Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast. Welcome to West Wales. Today we will go through Carmarthen and to be fair, we'll probably mention the other parts of the UK that we've been to as well. This is 2012. I remember the weekend quite well because on the on one of the days we were going to go watch Carmarthen against Aberystwyth with Tam in the, in the League of Wales. And then the following day, I believe it was the League Cup final between Cardiff City and Liverpool. So our friend Moose had come up for the, the weekend as well. We were staying in Reading this weekend. I had a free house, so why not? And we decided because Carmarthen was relatively easy to get to, that it didn't need, yeah, we didn't need to go there and stay there for the weekend or anything like that. We would go there for the day, come back, watch the League Cup final, hopefully watch Liverpool win the League Cup final the following day. Now, Carmarthen, if you don't know much about Carmarthen, um, I, I don't blame you. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a relatively nice place, actually. We didn't really know what to expect when we turned up. All I knew was it was a very long slog down the M4. So from Reading, yeah, head down the a, uh, M4, go all the way to the end, and then pop along the A48 until you get to Carmarthen. The game itself, from memory, it was, it was a good game. Aberystwyth ended up winning 3-0. A couple of things to note was we, we, get to, we got to see John Hartson, who was doing some live camera stuff at the game. And, and that was cool to be able to see him and, and listen to him. My word, he's a big unit, to say the least. The weather itself, the day, it was, it was, a, it was a very windy day. Uh, we parked the car up at somewhere in, in Carmarthen. Uh, went to the big Tesco that was there. I think we ended up getting a rotisserie chicken and had a, a picnic a picnic in the park uh, for a bit of lunchtime and then headed off to the game. The game itself, 3-0 Aberystwyth. The fans were absolutely brilliant. I mean, that's a long journey from Aberystwyth to Carmarthen. That's, that's, yeah, it's very difficult to travel north-south in Wales. So hats off to the fans. 423 people were at the game and it also experienced one of the best free kicks, I think, I've ever seen as well as Aberystwyth. It was the second or third goal. The guys lined the ball up 35 yards out, really no danger. I don't even think there was anyone in the wall from memory. And this guy's absolutely pummeled it into the top corner from 35 yards out. I mean, it's an extraordinary free kick. My words won't do it justice. Probably one of the best goals I've, I've ever seen live. Uh, Probably the best goal I think I've ever seen live uh, was actually a, a Sussex County game at New Haven Town years and years ago. The guy volleyed it in from a corner. It was, it was genius. Anyway, yeah, Carmarthen nil, Aberystwyth Town 3. Really nice day. Very windy. Apart from that, weather was good. And, you know, Wales being Wales, we had to have a lamb shank uh, for dinner. And, whew, my word, uh, it's probably the best lamb shank I think I've ever had as well with uh, minted gravy, mashed potato, and vegetables can't go wrong thank you Carmarthen thank you Welsh Premier League and also thank you for the uh, the long old journey back up and down the M4 uh, further to that I believe uh, yeah the following day Liverpool beat Cardiff City on penalties and won the League Cup so hey ho what a weekend that was absolutely delightful that's Wales in a nutshell not a lot to report back because it was a day trip now the other two trips we've done in, in the UK. Well, of course, we've done England, we've now done Wales, so we've got to look at the Republic of Ireland, Northern Ireland and Scotland. 
Now, Scotland we can do in two sections. Uh, we'll deal with Scotland at a later date. But the other two games that we've done in Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. So these were separate trips. Again, these were both with, with Hoos. Hoos was at the time when, you know, we'd all met at university. We all love football. All three of us are Liverpool fans. And it was a case of, do you know what? It's a few hundred quid to go away. Why not? Let's just crack on and, and do these things while we can. So Dublin, uh, we saw Bohemians play. But Dublin, it wasn't about the quality of the football. Not a lot happened in that game. In fact, I don't even remember the score. Come to think about it off the top of my head. But Dublin as a city is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Again, loads to see and do. People speak about the, you know, the Temple Bar district and being able to get, you know, it's the best pint of Guinness you'll ever have. And to be honest with you, I thought that was a bit mythical until I went to the Guinness factory. Guinness factory, probably still best, still the best factory tour of any sort I've ever been on. It was about 20 euro at the time, loads of floors, loads of, you know, interaction. We got to have, a, you know, be able to pour a pint and whatnot at the end. Obviously, who wasn't partaking in that for religious reasons. So it was more drink for Aaron and I. I think we'd later on that day or that same morning, we'd also been to the, I think it was the Jemison's factory as well, uh, which is in Dublin. And they served up a little taste of, you know, difference between Johnny Walker, uh, a bourbon and a Jemison's itself. And on that morning on that tour, of course, you know, we were drinking Hoos's section as well. Uh, but there, was, there wasn't many people on our little tour. And of course, they pour out X amount for X amount of people. We were absolutely slaughtered that day. And we, we polished that off in Temple Bar with a few Guinnesses as well. And the atmosphere was really good. Uh, so, yeah, as, as usual, recommend going to Dublin when you get the chance. Loads to see and do there. We also had a stadium tour of Croke Park. The Croke Park uh, is the home of Gaelic football hurling, that sort of stuff, the GAA, I think it is. And again, stadium tour, very poignant uh, stadium uh, in our history. Uh, I think the British overall done a lot of uh, uh, bad things uh, to the Irish over the years, and uh, there's a few poignant things at that stadium as well. We also went to the refurbished Aviva Stadium, where the Republic of Ireland national team play uh, and also where the Ireland rugby union team play. And that was a really good stadium tour as well. Again, there's just something really tranquil about being in an empty stadium, having a really good tour guide that knows their stuff, as you would hope they do. And when we look back on Dublin, look back on everything, I think at the time the, the prices shocked us. A little bit in comparison to what we were used to paying, but when we look back on it, it was it was well worth it. And when we got to see loads of things, visit loads of places, got to see the Book of Kells as well. You know, walk around the University College Dublin grounds, you know, see Croke Park, see the old post office, you know, Easter Rising, nineteen sixteen, all these sorts of things. Uh, the one place we didn't get round to going to that would have been. Again, interesting to go to from a historical perspective was the was the jail. I think it's Kilmanham Jail. I think it's how you pronounce it. Didn't get to go there, but would have been uh, interesting to see that place. And then also the Irish National 
War Memorial Ground and the park as well. Uh, we did have a, a, a quick walk through Phoenix Park. Uh, apparently a million people turned up to see Pope John Paul II quite a while ago as well. But overall, yeah, Dublin, highly recommend. Put that on the, put that on the to-do list uh, for sure. Just a, a truly extraordinary place. And hands down, best Guinness you're ever going to have because it doesn't have to travel far. And in the uh, Guinness factory, you can see the water flowing in from the Wicklow and Arklow Mountains straight into the, the factory itself. So that's the Republic of Ireland. Moving on to Northern Ireland. And when we went to Northern Ireland, we saw Linfield play, I believe it was a team called Berlin and Mallard United. And this was at Windsor Park, so the National Stadium. It's since been redeveloped, but that was, that was the game we went to see. And again, Belfast, don't know a lot about Belfast, don't know a lot about Northern Ireland itself. So we, we turned up, we stayed in a hostel for three or four days. And there's a couple of things that we've done that, again, highly recommend. Belfast is famed for a few things. Number one, Titanic, because it was where it was built. Number two, it's well known for the Troubles. A lot of discontent back in the 1960s, 1970s. And Northern Ireland, also in general, uh, you can argue is known for the Giant's Causeway that links Northern Ireland to, to Scotland. We stayed in a, in a hostel and part of the hostel's offerings was a, a tour up to the Giant's Causeway. And there was, again, there was Moose, there was myself, there was Aaron. And we went on that tour and lost for words. We stopped at Carrick Fergus on the way just as a little stop off, have a look at the castle there. And there was a couple of genius parts about the, this trip itself. Number one was that you, the A2 road between Belfast pretty much hugs the coast up to, I think, about Larne. The scenery, despite the fact that uh, Aaron and myself might have been a little bit hungover on that day, the scenery was extraordinary. You can see why there's been a lot of filming in that area, put it that way. Extraordinary, extraordinary stuff. If you ever get a chance to get a bus up the A2, if you want to drive it yourself, you can. Uh, again, highly recommend it. We also stopped off at the Bushmills factory. I believe it's the, the oldest whiskey factory, 1604, I think it dates back to. And we stopped there. Again, it was a good tour, uh, made even funnier by the fact that the guy halfway through said, do you know what, I can see you, you lot all look like you want a drink, let's go and start tasting. So he cut the tour short, you can see that all of us were chomping at the bit to have some Bushmills, that was good fun. The Carrickareed Rope Bridge, which is relatively near the Giant's Causeway, we walked along that. Again, kudos to Hoos and Aaron for doing that, because they're not a big fan of heights, I love heights, me, no issues, and it was a very windy day in that. Oh, that rope bridge was swinging from side to side, to say the least. So fair play to them. And we also saw, uh, I can't remember the castle name. Uh, it might have been Kinban Castle, Dunrobin Castle, maybe. It's an old castle that's basically fallen into the sea. And, but you can still see some of the remains right on the cliff edge. You can see why it was a good location at the time. Obviously, over time, with erosion and whatnot. Uh, not ideal, but that was a good that was a good uh, thing to see as well. So yeah, if you get a chance, do the rope bridge, do the Bushmills factory, 
have a good old trek up the A2 as well, hug that coastal path. And of course, the Giants Causeway as well. Really good times. Uh, the Guinness in Belfast, I'm pleased to report, is very, very good, I have to say. Uh, and again, just going around, it's, it can be a bit of an eerie place at, at times. Uh, a random thing that happened to us, though, was that although we, we had gone on a, a sightseeing bus tour, not something that we would do, but for those that are f f quite familiar with the history of Northern Ireland or Ireland in general, a lot of uh, religious, religious discontent. So things like the Shanklin Road Estate, very famous, big, big wall between the Protestants and Catholics, basically. And, th and this is centuries of, you know, disagreements and all that sort of stuff. Google it, try and understand it. I'm not going to be here to try and, you know, explain all that stuff. But we got on a, a bus tour and the bus tour wouldn't go around the area. Uh, so it went to, a f you know, other places up and down in around Belfast, but it wouldn't go around this area. And it was after the game of football that we'd seen. So we'd seen Linfield play Berlin and Manard United. They lost 3-0. They were, I think they lost 3-0. They won 3-0. Anyway, they were atrocious. Some of the comments um, from, from the guys in front of us are brilliant. And I apologise in advance for the accent, but uh, the striker that Linfield put on was a bit slow. And the guy in front of us uh, said something along these lines. He's like, oh, Jesus, I've seen a milk flow turn faster than that lump of shit. Before then apologising to the woman next to him, because he realised he was sat next to the woman, he turned around and said, ah, uh, sorry, love, sorry for the language. And we were in stitches behind him. It, I think it's more the accent of what and how he said it. But after the game, we were in and around Windsor Park and we decided to get a cab back into town. And the guy could clearly see that, you know, we're not from, obviously we're not from there, just the way we were speaking. And he said, oh, uh, you know, would you guys, do you guys want a little, a, a guided tour of, of like the Shankill Road area, Crumlin Road, you know, the Peace Wall? And we said, yeah, a absolutely. But, you know, how much, how much extra? And I think he charged an extra fiver on top of the regular fare that he was doing. So we know we said yes, absolutely. And this guy was, I mean, he, he took his time because we're in a cab, very inconspicuous. He was driving incredibly slow up and down the roads. This is what happened here. This is what happened there. This is this area. You know, don't worry. We're not, you know, we're very inconspicuous. And it basically turned into almost like a, an extra half hour guided tour for, you know, extra fiver. We gave him a, a, a bigger tip at the end because we were so generous for that. So, if you if you are in and around there, and a cab driver does offer you a you know, a guided tour of the area, take it because you're not really going to get yourself into trouble either. Because from the people on the outside, you know, it will just look like you you're getting a cab basically. So again, highly recommended. And that was a really that was a really good bonus from that trip, a very unexpected bonus, and one we were you know very happy very happy to take as a result. The only other thing to report back from Belfast itself was that the Titanic Museum, we decided not to go into it, but we did see it flying in and then on the train from the airport into the, into the city itself. We didn't go in, but we've heard very good things about it. So again, if you're in, ever in and around Belfast, please do uh, go and, and check it out. Before we wrap up, this episode, a really funny antidote from Dublin. Let's go back to Dublin. 
one of the places we went into in, in Dublin had a uh, like a lineage checkup. So you can you know, give type your name into this computer and it would come up with a history of your family name. And it was again, this was Aaron, our friend Moose and myself. So we've, we've gone in and again, Irish wit is, is absolutely hilarious. He's took one look at Aaron and goes, what's his surname? Uh, Aaron says Devoy. Uh, and Devoy is a very popular, popular surname in, in Ireland. It's again associated with Easter uprising and Irish nationalism and stuff like that. And the guy typed it into the computer, took one look at it. And went, oh, Jesus, I'm not reading that out. There was pages and pages and pages of it. So he said, son, he said, son, and I apologise for the accent. He said, son, what's your, what's your surname? And I said, Smallbone. And I typed it into the computer. And <laughs> this one line made everyone laugh. And he said, well, that says one with little legs. He started laughing. Aaron's on the floor laughing. I'm laughing. I found it funny. A bit embarrassing. But, you know, at least I know that Smallbone means one with little legs. And Hoos was laughing as well. And without pigeon's instinct, I kid you not, this guy has taken one look at Hoos and he's turned around and said to him, I said, ah, sorry, son. I don't think we're going to have anything on you. <laughs> and <laughs> in, again, it's, maybe it's one of these you should have been there moments. Maybe it, you know, is Hoos was on the floor. He was gone. He was crying. All of us were crying. And, um, yeah, he, we all saw the funny side of that. And again, it's the way that the guy said it. Uh, just a funny antidote that I remembered uh, recording, recording this. But th- there's, there's the rest of, well, I say there's the rest of the UK. That's not the rest of, of the UK. That is Wales done, Northern Ireland done, and the Republic of Ireland done. There's only one country left in the UK to do, and that's Scotland. Well, we'll wrap through that in, in a different episode but hopefully you're enjoying the you know these travel memoirs again these are sort of the themes for the next couple of months as always we appreciate your feedback do continue to keep leaving reviews for us as well itunes it just helps to boost those algorithms boost those ratings as well and please do go ahead and leave five star reviews for us and you know, join us next week when we will be cracking on with another travel episode and we will look at Scotland. Until then, hasta luego.